0: Welcome to Nostrum, the debate soap opera, where Deontology is more than just an idea, it's a rebuttal by Jules O'Shaughnessy and the Nostromite. Before we get going, we do like to remind you that just as Jules and the Nostromite began writing these episodes at the beginning, you should begin listening at the beginning or All of our previous episodes are available at www.jimmenick.com. There is a certain historical aspect to the episode we're going to be doing tonight and On top of that, there's a particular technical aspect to the episode we're going to be doing. I do not vouch for your ability to understand what I'm talking about, nor do I vouch for my ability to get across the nature of this material. As you know, there are PDFs of each and every Nostrum episode published at the same time that the Episodes of broadcast or podcasts, and you may wish to take a look at this particular one instead of listening to episode 53. I'm in love with I am's baby, or what's the story? Morning Glory at AOL.com. Imagine, if you will, a world where everyone is in instant communication. Whenever you wish to say anything to anyone else, you have merely to utter the words, and they will hear you, no matter where they are. You can be standing in the same room, or as far apart as Casper, Wyoming, and Alice, Australia, and your message will go from here to there in the blink of an eye. Welcome to the world of IMs, instant messages, courtesy of America Online. And I'm going to offer a listener's note here. Instant messages have come a long way since this was originally written. And whatever happened to America Online? Anyhow, take this for the historical episode that it is. It's hard to believe that once upon a time, a complimentary copy of the AOL software didn't come in every Cheerios box. It's hard to believe, actually, and this is another note from the reader, that it did come pretty much in every Cheerios box. Anyhow. Today, it is the inescapable application, and that sheer inescapability has made it virtually de rigueur in the computer community. Find a personal computer without a copy of AOL on it, and you have found a very old computer indeed, probably a Commodore PET or a Timex Sinclair. But while it is easy to understand the driving force behind AOL's marketing, the old dears are in for the money, darling it is less easy to understand their marketing success. In the context of its time, AOL competed with Prodigy and CompuServe head-on, and to unbiased eyes was no better or worse, with a leg up on some features and a leg down on some others. So how did AOL end up battering the competition? Because of one easy-to-use feature, which had enormous appeal to one audience. It was an unsophisticated feature, but it was an unsophisticated audience. Lord knows that true hackers to this day are embarrassed to claim AOL.com as their domain name. So what was the feature? Chat. And who was that audience? Kids. Put them together and you've created a whole new brand of communication. The chat room. All right, there were probably additional reasons for AOL's success. Better content, more attractive interface, competitive internet access pricing, and that endless supply of free discs given away with every pack of chewing gum. But what is AOL's defining characteristic? For the longest time it was the chat room, and those chat rooms were filled with kids, especially teenagers, bloviating about everything and anything who but a kid would have the patience to deal with the nature of that peculiar communication. To wit, and again I'm gonna interject a reader's note, a listener's note, whatever you wanna call it. AOL has, for all practical purposes, become the biggest corporation in the universe and gone out of business in the blink of a computer eye chat rooms, of course, have simply become IMs, and every computer seller in the universe has their own brand of IM software that you can get, not to mention cell phones have come along, and VoIP, and Skype, and so forth and so on. Again, this is historical material. It happened a long time ago, the 90s. I think Eisenhower was president then. Nah, couldn't have been. Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Definitely Roosevelt. Anyhow, we're now going to delve into a chat room. Moderator, Colin. Ferd 69 has entered the chat room. Polly glot. Hi, Ferd 69. Tapatuba. Hi, Ferdster. Tim, 2394875. Yo, Ferdie. Ferd 69. How do I send a message? El Nino Nut. How you doing, Ferd? Ooga booga, babe. Good. To see you, Fird. Pollywanaglot. You just did. tapaluba LOL. Tim two three nine four eight seven five. ROTFL. Ooga booga, babe. Emoticon with a wink. And it would go on from there with pretty much the same level of intellectual depth until the subject turned sexual, which would happen occasionally within. minutes of your logging on, because, well, what better subject for teenagers to discuss under a mask of total anonymity? Chat still exists, but for the sophisticated teenager, it has been replaced by AOL's later breakthrough in communication, the instant message, or IM. If you are logged onto AOL, anyone else logged onto AOL can detect your presence and send you an IM which pops up in a special instant message window, and you can respond just as instantly. The average AOL teenager collects screen names of everyone in whom he or she has even the remotest interest, then puts them into a buddy bunch, which alerts them that their bodies are logged in, at which point they IM them. So unlike chat rooms where the attendees were random, now the conversation is between two people only and the two people presumably know each other. And to think, AOL is extending the service to cover the entire internet. It comes as a part of Netscape's new communicator software. Again, I gotta throw in a note. Netscape. And you no longer have to be an AOL member to use it. Again, I have to say this. No one's an AOL member anymore. They give it away. No one will ever be safe again. That is the real computer revolution, communication, and a generation is being brought up on it. Roll over Beethoven and tell Bill Gatesy the news. On the average Sunday night, the average teenager having postponed the inevitable is finally getting around to doing some average homework. Dinner has just been input but not yet digested, and the teenager slumps away from the table to open a textbook and turn on the computer. To the teenager's parents, this does give the appearance of work being undertaken, but the teenager realizes that the book is merely subterfuge, and the real activity of the moment is logging in to connect with the rest of the teenagers in the world. The IMs are about to begin. What I think I'm going to do here is just do these as dialogue. And the first dialogue is between Jasmine43 and Griotsky. Hi, Grio. Hi, Jazz. What's up? I find it, like, really amazing that Bugleroni actually took tin yesterday. Tell me about it. Have you seen his cases? Nobody's seen them, as far as I know. Camellia was shafted. Tab error. She should have gotten Bug's trophy. Welcome to the Bahamas. You realize that he's half qualed for states now? And this was his first debate. You know, there's a possibility that he might actually be good. Yeah, and the Pope's Parsi. Have you got your cases ready for the Vaganza yet? I thought I did, but the more I looked at them, the more they started to suck. I'm rewriting everything. I hate the Vaganza topic. They should take Mr. Pat out and make him immigrate, preferably to Iraq. I'm logging out. i got to do some bio homework. I'll be here. T-F-F-N. The next conversation is between Disney Davey, D-I-S-N-E-Y, capital D-A-V-I-N, Grioski, G-R-I-O-T-S-K-I. And I'm not doing the voices that go with these people, because this is a computer. You don't have voices. You will in a few weeks, I'm sure. But at the moment, you don't. And certainly back then, you didn't. Hi, Gria. "'Diz, what's happening? You back at school?' "'I took the bus up this morning. I missed you yesterday.' "'I needed a weekend off, even from the NDLs. "'The Vagans is coming up next weekend. You gonna be there?' "'Oh, yeah. Mr. Lopat already hired me.' "'You're not judging for us?' "'Nope. TJ's only sending the four usual varsity suspects, so he didn't need me.' "'You wouldn't happen to have any ideas on this topic, would you, old buddy?' "'Immigration? Not really.' So what did you think of the regular topic at the NDL, you old vegan you? Everybody was running either that it was immoral to sacrifice a human for a lesser creature, or that it was anthrocentric to assume that non-humans are lesser creatures. Standard stuff. Ugh. Hey, I didn't pick the topic. I think it bites because there's no real philosophical background. Why don't you eat meat? Because it's immoral. Why is it immoral? Uh, I don't know why, but I know that it is. Very helpful. Sorry, PTW wouldn't happen to know Chesney Nutmilk's address, would you? Sure. com Excellent. Thanks. See you. See you. By the way, when they say see you, they say see period U period. One of the great joys of instant messaging is that it has begun to destroy the English language. Anyhow, the next conversation is between Disney Davey and Chesney Roasting. Hi, Chesney. Hi, Disney. How's it going? Okay. How's Nagy? Bites big time. Ches, could you do me a favor? Sure. Okay. That girl on your team, Gloria, you wouldn't happen to have a screen name for her, would you? Gloria Fudless? Good grief. Hey, she's sort of cool. Cool? She's like death on roller skates. You like her? Well, I didn't really... Talk to her. I judged her, though. You pick her up? Yeah. More power to you. Anyhow, her address is fuddyduddy at AOL.com. Thanks, Chess. Good luck. The next conversation is between Disney Davy and Fuddy Duddy. Hi there. Who are you? Disney Davidson. I judged you yesterday at the NDL. Which round? First round, you were up against that little dwarf kid. Oh, you were that vegan, right? Wool is rape. Yeah, Binko says he saw you smoking a cigar behind the auditorium. Who's Binko? He's on my team. I don't know him. I do know Chesney Nutmilk no, though. You friends with Chesney? Not really. I just know him. Why? He's sort of—I don't know—stuck-up intellectual. I probably shouldn't say that. I don't know. You're—you're you're right. He is maybe a little. Are you going to be at the Veganza next weekend? What's the Vaganza? Manhattan Lodestone's original Vaganza? A very major tournament. Uh, I don't know why. I'm going to be there. I was, I was just wondering if I, I might see you there. I don't know. I guess. You should go. Who's your coach? Chesney's mother. No kidding. Well, tell her to sign you up if she hasn't already. It's a real cool tournament, although it is all varsity. I've only debated once in my life. You did real good. I went 2 1. That's great. I don't think I'm ready for the varsity yet. You should just go to observe, then. Maybe I will. Chesney's probably going anyhow. I, I could observe him. I'll look for you there. Okay. Okay, bye. GNSTDLTBB. Disney stares at the last message. G-N-S-T-D-L-T-B-B. That's a new one on him. Oh well, at least he's made contact. That's the first step. G N S T D L T B B. He looks at the clock. It's after 10. He could use a decent night's rest. The next conversation is between Chesney Roasting and Disney Davy. Starting with Chesney. Yo, Diz, I forgot to tell you. Forgot to tell me what? About Gloria? I think she's already got a boyfriend. I probably should have told you before. Oh, oh, okay. Thanks for the warning. Okay, later. Disney puts his computer to sleep and pushes back his chair. A boyfriend. His roommate is propped up in bed reading a geology textbook. I'm going to hit the sack, Disney says, plopping down on his own bed. A boyfriend. He hadn't thought of that. He wonders if he would have even tried to contact her if he had known she had been friendly enough g n s t d l t b b good night his roommate says sleep tight the words automatically come to disney's mind as he turns out the light don't let the bed bugs bite g n s t d l t b b ah boyfriend does Gloria really recall who Disney is? Will Gloria compete at the Manhattan Lodestone original Veganza? Will Disney triumph over Gloria's present boyfriend, whoever that is? How much Lindsay Lohan is more than enough? Find out none of it in our next episode. Nagano, an Olympic city in Japan or a poisonous new sushi dish?